Hello. 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 Hey everyone. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hey. Hey. Um, hey. hey. So um, today we're gonna take a break from our usual fun content because we feel it's necessary to address some of the things that are happening right now in our lives and the world in general. Um, I especially want to talk about this and I texted Jenna about it just because we're going to talk about the whole Shein controversy and the swastika necklace because I have been um, messaged by different people and I wanted, I'm not Jewish, but I wanted to get Jenna's point of view and I wanted her to explain to our followers and listeners on like how seeing that necklace being sold mentally affects her and what it really means to someone else versus someone else who uses it for their religion. So yeah, Jenna, you can take it away. Well, first off, as Carly was saying before we even started the podcast, these are our opinions and like, I mean, obviously we're not going to say people aren't entitled to their opinions, but these are ours. And just keep in mind, like we're talking from a place of, you know, we are both white females, but I am Jewish. Um, you know, Carly is not, we're going to try and respect those who we are talking about, particularly knowing that we don't always have the same perspective. Um, so just keep that in mind, but yeah, we're going to talk about it freely because, you know, I have the right to, <laughs> um, yes. Um, please don't attack us too. This is just, <laughs> please don't. Yeah. If you haven't, honestly, like if you have any opinions, disagreements, just message us and we yeah, can always and address them. questions. Yeah. But it's like, always good to educate. Exactly. And I think that's why a huge reason for why this is going to be a good podcast. Yes. So, okay. Let's just explain a little bit about what the controversy is at first, just in case people don't know. So, um, Shein is a clothing company. It's under the category of fast fashion. It's a Chinese company um, that apparently, as many of us know, uses like little kids underpaid um, to make their clothes in like sweatshops. And it's not a very good company in general, but people still use it just because it is cheap and that's understandable when, you know, some people um, can't afford to buy other kinds of clothes from boutiques and such. So um, I actually, Carly and I have both used this company um, no -hmm. longer, however, no longer. So basically what happened was there was a picture circulating of a necklace that Shein had um, posted on their website labeled um, metal swastika pendant necklace. And the necklace was a gold necklace with a swastika um, on it. And it was going around and people saying, boycott Shein. Um, You know, this is so disrespectful. Um, How could they put this on their website? And then they changed it so that they still had the necklace up, but it was just called metal pendant necklace without the swastika. And people were like, how does this change anything? Um, Just take it down. And they eventually took it down. So people were posting all this stuff saying that they were uh, anti-Semitic, whether or not they meant to be, um, and that people should not buy from this company. And then other people started coming out saying um, that this symbol in a different orientation, like the way it's tilted and sometimes used with dots in the middle of mm-hmm. the spaces of a swastika, is actually a peaceful symbol in some Hindu and Buddhist religions. And they're asking people to take down the post saying that, um, you know, it's something they use in their religion and that it's actually a peaceful symbol. And we're going to talk about a little bit why we feel it's still wrong that um, Shein did this and why it's still anti-Semitic. So I guess I can start off a little bit with this thread I found on Instagram. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to send it to Carly right now just so she, you know, can see it. Um, I also just want to mention um, the symbol. Although it is moved around and has dots and stuff, it does symbolize the footprints of Buddha. But I think what we really want to touch on today is that it may be peaceful to you, but to other people, it can mean very different things. So I just feel like the fact that they used it in on a necklace, but it actually did look like the Hitler swastika and not with the dots and not tilted. And like, how are people supposed to understand that that's what they were going for when they are a yeah. company that's not in America and selling to people all over the world, but... I also just want to point out that a lot of the arguments people were making were that this is a Chinese company where a big part of that uh, population does, um, you know, practice Hinduism, Buddhism. However, further research indicated for me that when I look up Shein online, their website says us.shein.com. Like they know they're selling to Americans. They know that like, although they are um, a Chinese company that they have a section, literally us.shein.com is their handle. And um, I think they need to know their audience better. And my friend and I were talking about um, how the orientation of the swastika should not matter on a necklace because necklaces move. Necklaces move in every which way and like it can be tilted one day, tilted not the other day. So that, that kind of argument for me doesn't really, um, you know, doesn't really fly. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this thread. It's titled, Hi, I'm Jewish. Let's talk about the Shein swastika. And it actually gives a decent amount of information um, about having an actual conversation with people who might disagree. Um, so the post begins to talk about how it's a very similar symbol, which we just um, you know, specified, and how religious swastikas are virtually the same as Nazi, Nazi swastika, except for the fact that the Nazi swastika is sitting in a corner. So it's, it's tilted, something we just mentioned. However, um, this post also indicates that Shein is marketing it as a swastika. The label, as I said before, was metal swastika pendant necklace. And this can be any variations of that symbol. They need to specify. If they're going to use this as a religious symbol for the Hindu or Buddhist people, they need to specify that that's what it is. It has different names. Most yeah. people know the Hitler swastika as a swastika. However, there was no context. No context at all. at all. And I didn't even know that this was in any other religion. Neither did I. And I'm happy to be educated about it. However, I know from directly from people who do celebrate this religion and use this symbol that there are different names for that they could have used if this is what they were marketing. So something else I saw is that the post does specify and acknowledge that Xi'an is based in China. So it makes sense that they would use a symbol like this. However, they also released um, a statement saying that it was meant as a Buddhist symbol, not the Nazi swastika. Xi'an said that. However, they are selling to the West um, as well as their own population. And I can guarantee if we were to check out their marketing and their sales, most of their clothes would be sold in the Western part of the um, the globe and that the America would probably be their most prominent um, source of funding. And we find this a blatant symbol of hate, most of us at least. Um, we find it a blatant symbol of hate. And without context, how can we understand that this is religious and it's not you know, it has completely separate connotations for two different groups of people. Um, it represents discrimination and anti-Semitism to many of us in the West. And something else I want to touch on that's really, really important is how symbols, words, phrases change over time. This was a symbol for peace, simply that, always, for a very, very long time. However, 
when the Nazi regime took over and used this symbol, it was awful for people who used to use the symbol for peace, but it got this very popular, known, negative, hateful, traumatic connotation. He, he stole it for the Nazi party. And yes, the post also indicates that this is another example of white men and people ruining things that steal, then they steal from other cultures. And as unfortunate as that is, we need to recognize that that happened and that now this symbol means something completely different for another group of people. And this post also acknowledges not that like we should never disrespect another religion and that as a Jewish woman, I do respect the fact that this comes as a positive symbol for a religion that I am not a part of. And in that context, I will never, ever, ever, ever say, you know, don't use that. It's hateful, whatever. That is your symbol. I have no place at all. But I will just say, veering from this post, when I saw online, you know, I came from, um, I'm white (laughs) and a lot of my town is actually Jewish. I have not experienced a lot of you know, face hate for being Jewish. And I have not experienced discrimination based on that. But when I saw these posts, every time I swiped, I I was like, I I don't think I told Carly, I have not seen that many swastikas in my entire life as I did Mm -hmm. in the past two days of seeing those kinds of posts. And it was honestly very, very traumatic for me. And, um, you know, I, I, I literally, I don't know if I even told Carly this, I woke up and I saw posts like that and I saw posts relating to the other anti-Semitic things that were going on with Deshaun Jackson and people saying that he was just telling the truth and all of that anti-Semitic stuff. It made me so triggered. I literally woke up one morning and almost punched my window. Like, I'm not kidding. And I, I, you know, decided that that wasn't the best thing to do um, for my own health, but I think this is just opening people's eyes a little bit. Definitely. Um, You know, and I also want to emphasize that, yes, when a lot of the BLM movement was starting, we did mention it in our podcast, but did not spend a lot of time on it. And that is simply because we are not black. We are not people of color and we have no place to talk from that perspective. But the entire time, both me and Carly have, you know, full support for this movement. And I think a lot of people when we post about anti-Semitism, a lot of close-minded people think that it's taking away from the BLM movement. And I've heard and seen people posting that say it's taking away from the movement. And I've also seen the complete opposite. People saying this adds to the movement. We need to acknowledge all kinds of discrimination. We need to acknowledge all kinds of hate in order for us all to be free. One of my really good friends, um, a woman of color, she literally said to me, well, first of all, she had no clue this was happening. And to me that said, well, we follow very different people <laughs> if you're not seeing the posts and stuff, which shows you how mm-hmm. different separate parts of the country are. Um, and when I explained the situation to her, she said to me, um, we are not free until we are all free. And that really hit me for some reason that, you know, I've, I've been seeing all these people posts that were taking away from the movement and stuff like that. And And then I get to see the complete opposite. I get to see my friends supporting me, um, supporting my religion, supporting my ethnicity. And I think that, you know, that's a very positive side of this. I have never, like I said before, seen discrimination um, against Jews like this. 
And now that it's happening, I was always fearful that, you know, if I posted something, I get hate or, you know, you don't have the same struggle as other people do. But after seeing the amount of support I've been getting from people of color, indigenous people, um, everyone, white, women, men, I think that this world is definitely changing as much as we want to look at all the negatives. Mm -hmm it's given me a lot of hope to see a lot of my friends who have never even met a Jewish person before in their life before meeting me post all of this support. Um, and I think we need to realize that, you know, I think we need to educate ourselves and be open-minded to that, but that's my whole spiel. Um, I'm not going to dwell on it. We're just going to talk a little bit about the situation as a whole, but Carly had an interaction that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so I posted the, um, metal swastika pendant necklace which it said on Shein that was posted by fashion um ambitionist and I said no more um like Shein no more and when I looked it up online um an article was saying that Shein was selling it until people started to notice and started to post it on social media and I was like so they knew they knew what they were doing So I get a message from this guy who I do not follow, and I will not say any names, but he said, first off, that's a, also a Hindu and Buddhist symbol, which makes sense because Shein is based in Asia, and second, the Nazi swastika is different because it's flipped the other way and tilted. Hitler took an innocent sign and made it evil. However, this one is religious and different. This is just what we were talking about. You can He's switch right. it. He is right. He's right. You can switch it all different ways, but it's the necklace. Mm-hmm. it's gonna look a certain way and if you look at it on the necklace it looks like a hitler swastika and i know that this is triggering to jenna but it just it needs to all be said so then um we i mentioned to him that it says metal swastika it has no context of the hindu or buddhist culture then in all caps he says the name of the buddhist symbol is called the swastika though hitler stole it and changed it with laughing faces you are right, but for people in the West, like we were saying before, it is a sign of hate. Although it might be a sign of peace somewhere else, that doesn't mean that you can sell it to the whole entire world by not having context behind it. Mm-hmm. So then, they're not a Buddhist company. He said they're an Asian company, and Buddhism is prominent in Asia and areas surrounding So, And I was like, I know. So I was texting Jenna during this, and I was like, I don't know what I should say. I know I'm not Jewish, but I do have my own opinions about this. And I sent him that thread that we were just going to. He said, it's also not just Buddhism, but also Hinduism. And I said, please just take a look. Clearly, you don't understand what you are talking about when you say this. I understand that it may be a part of different religions, but it is a sign of hate not peace to some people. He said, bruh, it's called a swastika way before Hitler, literally BC era. And I said, I know, don't get me wrong, but they have to know what they are doing and that it is being sold to people who see this as a sign of hate. I understand that Hitler brings a negative connotation with it now, but that doesn't mean that it should be used on a necklace. I understand that's your part of your religion, but you have to understand that if you are selling to the whole entire world, Some people are going to take this very differently if you don't put context behind it. All he said was, so. So clearly it should not be on a necklace. So then he brings up the cross. And I was like, (laughs) how does this have any relevance to this? He goes, so if some dictator used a cross, would I not be allowed to wear the cross? 
I was like, a dictator hasn't used one yet, and that's not the fuck. Like, that's not the point right now. No. Like, I'm that pretty is sure, not what we are talking about. I'm pretty sure if someone who commits mass genocide of six million people, targeted because of their religion, ethnicity, um, whatever it may be, that quite frankly, yeah, over time, people would stop using that symbol. I mean, Christianity is different though, because there is a much larger proportion of us mm-hmm. that are part of that religion, whereas Jews make up. A very, very, we are 14 million in the entire like world. Like, mm-hmm. like it's very different. You know, we're a marginalized group. We're very small, and like it's gonna be taken differently by a smaller group. Whereas I'm pretty sure a huge group, like people who belong to you know Christianity in any form, it would be a lot harder to make the cross a negative connotation. And I said that to him, and I was like, "Listen, Hitler killed." millions of innocent people you have no right to say any of this because you can't just bring up the cross and think that that is okay to discuss like that is not there is no relevance to that right now so then I said can you please get out of my dms like you are not worth my time if you are not going to listen to what I'm trying to say and he said you are wrong bye and I said okay thank you you are not worth my time if you're not going to listen to the other side it may be a symbol of peace to you but to other people it means so many other things and can ruin their mental health I just I understand that people want to say that this is a part of other religions and stuff, but you need to listen to the other side. If you are not willing to listen to the other side, then you are so close-minded, and I just, I can't deal with people like that. Yep. And I never have been able to. This is another thing that we've been talking about through the BLM um, movement, through all of this hate that's been going on. Devil's advocate is not appropriate in situations of humanity and mental health and, you know, traumatic events. I mean, someone saying this is a Hindu Buddhist symbol is not devil's advocate. That is a fact, which is respected and acknowledged. However, someone refusing to see the other side is just someone who's trying to play the part of, you know, the aggressor, someone who's trying to play devil's advocate. And I also experienced something like this with a friend, um, a male, non-Jew, I will not say his name. And he said the same thing to my post um, saying that, you know, this is a peaceful symbol in a different religion. And I said, yes, you are right. However, they're selling, I told everything that we've been talking about to him um, in a respectful way. I just said like, they're selling it to other people. Um, If their audience, their target audience was the Hindu or Buddhist religion, that would make completely, you know, it would be a completely different context. Um, And I said, you know, quite frankly, you've seen a lot of uproar from Jews because it's anti-Semitic. It, it is anti-Semitic. You are selling a swastika as a piece of jewelry. It's being used for profit. Um, well, and that's the other gross thing. Yeah, it's that being it used, is for being used for profit. And that is anti-Semitic. And he said, I don't think it was purposefully anti-Semitic. And I said, well, as a Jew, um, and you are a non-Jew, you are no, no offense, not no offense, but I said no offense to be nice, not able to determine what is or what is not anti-Semitic. And this has been... A thing that's been going around for a while. People cannot determine what is respectful or not respectful if they are not part of a marginalized group. For example, a non-Jew cannot say that is not anti-Semitic. A non-person of color cannot say, well, that's not hurtful. That's not disrespectful to your people. That's not disrespectful to your race because you are not part of that group. You we, don't, right. we don't use certain words, certain phrases because it's completely atrocious and completely disrespectful to certain groups. We respect that from other groups. And people who don't are hateful 
are racist, are anti-Semitic. And he tried to argue with me saying that, well, that's my opinion. It's not anti-Semitic. And I said, well, you don't really have an opinion in this space because you are not Jewish. And he was saying, so basically you're saying my opinion is wrong because it doesn't agree with yours. I said, no, you are not in a place to be making that kind of opinion. Mm -hmm. Simply meaning he cannot say what's anti-Semitic and what's not. And he tried to say, so because I'm white, I can say what's anti-white. I said, I mean, oh my I, God. I mean, I, I, I guess like if someone were to blatantly come up to you and say like, you suck because you're white, I'm pretty sure you're able to determine that that's anti-white. But we have realized that, you know, reverse racism is kind of not a hoax, but it's not really like, it's not a like, thing. No, you, it's very difficult to be racist to a majority of people who have ruled this earth for a very, very long time based on, you know, oppression. But um, like, when has there ever been a time where mass genocide or, you know, blatant discrimination mm -hmm. against white people like that hasn't whatever that has not happened he said okay so he's also um partly hispanic partly and which doesn't matter he identifies as hispanic even though sometimes he goes back and forth saying like identifying as fully white i don't know his opinion i don't i have no play in that so if something to me offends me because i'm hispanic it's anti-hispanic i said yes Yes. And he's and like, well, you, what if it doesn't offend me? What if it doesn't offend me, but it offends the rest of the Hispanic community? I said, well, then you have thick skin. Good for you. Um, but definition wise, like, especially for anti-Semitism, there have been, you know, so many threads going around that talk about the definition of um, anti-Semitism and what it means and how, you know, you can't, you can't just pick and choose like who to support but you also can't say as a non-jew like this is not anti-semitic anti-semitism is a certain perception of jews which may be expressed as hatred towards jews rhetorical and physical manifestations of anti-semitism are directed toward jewish or non-jewish individuals and or their property toward jewish community institutions and religious facilities some a definition like that cannot be determined by anyone else you cannot say something is anti-semitic and what is not if you are not jewish this relates to the man I was talking to, the person Carly was talking to, someone not able to recognize that, you know, hate is prevalent here and the, the other side, like I have heard directly from many Hindu or Buddhist, um, you know, people who celebrate both of those religions, people who identify with both of those religions, that now that this negative connotation has been taken by the swastika, they are completely respectful of the fact that that company should not be selling that they will buy pieces like that, necklaces like that in their own religious spaces and keep those religious symbols in their homes and never impose them on another group of people, especially a large group of people in a different part of the world who see it completely differently. And I find that very respectful. And I think we all need to, to realize that kind of respect and have that respect for all people, not just Jews, but other people as well. And a big problem we're having really is just people picking and choosing who they want to support. Well, kind of just going off that too, I think what's even more hurtful is that one, we're both trying to have like very nice conversations and I'm not trying to attack anyone. Like if right. you come at me, but then you're going to tell me that I'm wrong when right. I'm not telling you that you're wrong. Like yep. there, maybe there's no one wrong in this situation, but we both need to listen to each other's opinions. And don't tell me that I am wrong when I am being so nice to you when you're the one who's coming at me for posting that I don't believe in this. Yep. Like, 
Yep. It just, it drives me crazy. And I just get so frustrated with people like that. I saw another post that says, quote, privilege is when you think that you can dictate to marginalized people what they should or shouldn't find problematic because you believe in the objectivity of your own point of view. That really stuck with me and related to, you know, what I was saying before about the man I was having a conversation with. Mm-hmm. He was showing his privilege, being able to say, you know, I believe this, I believe that. What, I think this is problematic. I think this isn't problematic based on a group of people he doesn't identify with. And that shows his privilege. Yep. So, I, I mean, mean, I mean, privilege is a huge thing of all of this. I mean, yeah, we all. And I mean, not to, not to attack people, but he is a white straight male. That is the biggest privilege you could have. And the fact that you're trying to come at me at this and saying that I'm wrong when I'm not saying that you're wrong, it just, I get very frustrated and I. No, you're right. And both of us also it's have just, privilege being white. I mean, I also exactly. saw another post, another post about, um, you know, Jews that are people, also people of color. Most Jews in this world are not white. You know, yeah. Ashkenazi Jews are white and, well, not all, but most of the white mm-hmm. Jews in this world are, Ash, are Ashki. And, mm-hmm. um, we need to respect the fact that most of us, most of the Jews in this world are not. So there's also a completely different set of problematic things that occur even from white Jews to non-white Jews. Like we need to recognize all of these sets of privilege. Even though I am Jewish, I come with privilege. I am white. Like, like I, I recognize that and I, I talk about that. And I think something also people don't realize is all of the hidden anti-semitic things that happen in this country i mean a lot of stuff is not shown ever on all different sides and we talk about how there's no hierarchy of hate and i want to point out that like all kinds of hate should not be taller um like we should not be tolerant of this however i have never been discriminated based on the color of my skin i don't wear my religion on my skin i have i have never been discriminated against based on my religion because it's not on my skin color i cannot identify with people of color who are going through something completely different and while i find there's still no hierarchy of hate one should not be better or worse than the other i still cannot act like i don't have privilege with the fact that i don't walk around with a sign on my forehead that says i am jewish you know like mm-hmm. like i can't take I, I can take that off yeah and i just think it's also really important to recognize that you know, a lot of people don't acknowledge anti-Semitism in this country um, because, quote, Jews run the media, Jews run the banks, um, they're fine. I saw a post um, I saw that. that I posted and I saw it and it, it was horrifying of the um, Zoom call between um, Deshaun Jackson and a Holocaust survivor who was willing to take this man to Auschwitz in order to educate him. And they were on a Zoom call. And I went to the comments of the post, my first mistake, never do that. And one of the first comments I saw was like, oh, Jews, what, what did it say? Like I had it. It said something about like Jews running the media. Um, I can find it right now. And I, was, I wasn't expecting all good, but I also wasn't expecting what I, what I saw. Um, and I think it was very scary for me. Well, Um, I think some people act very differently in situations like that as well, which I think is very odd and bizarre to me and, um, hurtful almost. Um, like when I went to a concentration camp in Germany, there were some people that were just like talking loud, like not really caring, like taking pictures 
of like a group picture in front of the concentration camp. I was like, that is so disrespectful. Like, why are you taking a group picture? It's one thing to take pictures to just, you know, have it so you could look back and, you know, educate someone on it if that's what you're trying to do. But a group photo, like that is just, that is so disrespectful. So I found the comment. Um, Someone said, LMAO, you know Jews own everything in the world. And then someone replied to it saying, the Jewish community owns most if not all, of New York City and the boroughs, I think they're okay. And I posted this and said, I can assure you at Golf Balls 84, yes, I'm exposing him, G-O-F-F-B-A-L-L-S 84, we are not okay. You saying that we're probably okay because we own New York City and that this shouldn't affect us, the anti-Semitism should not affect us, is quite frankly um, disgusting and shows you that all of the people that don't recognize that this is a problem are still here and that we don't see that like just because it's not blatant that it's not a problem and there's a statistic that i sent to carly that's so disgusting really shows you know um what's happening in our country and it's nypd hate crime report and this is statistics this is a report of nypd hate crime and the number of cases um in the first quarter it's complaint statistics involving hate crime incidents by bias motivation, first quarter of 2020. I will go um, with all of the, I'll talk about all of the groups because I think it puts it in perspective. Anti-Asian, 11 cases. Anti-Black, 12 cases. Anti-homosexual, 6 cases. Anti-Muslim, 1 case. Anti-other ethnicity or national re- uh, origin, 3 cases. Anti-transgender, 2 cases. Anti-Jewish, 45 cases. 45 cases. And keep in mind, this is just reported. So I bet you there's so much more and maybe the statistics would be off, but I'm basing it off of, you know, factual statistics. My dad always said to me, my dad always said, everyone can have their own opinions, but you do not have your, you're not entitled to your own facts. Mm -hmm. And this is a fact. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying there's a hierarchy. I'm not saying that, oh, look at the statistic that clearly means that this is more important. No, I'm saying for all you people that don't see that this is a problem, it is in the place I live. Like this is just New York and we're not like, there's much worse states. (laughs) Like there's much worse cities and 45 compared to the other maximum of 12 cases. Um, People don't remember what happened over Hanukkah. Most people don't even know. I was talking to my friend about it. And it's not her fault. You know, she doesn't live in the same area I do. Over Hanukkah, maybe three to four or five times a day, every day of Hanukkah, eight days for all you people that don't know, something happened in New York City alone that was anti-Semitic, um, specifically two instances where a, an Orthodox man was walking on the street and he was blatantly just punched in the face um, on the street. And then the more popular incident of a rabbi hosting um, Shabbat in his house and with a bunch of people from his temple and a man walking in and stopping people. And this stuff was on the news because I'm in New York. However, a lot of my friends who are not have no clue this is happening. So it's really hard for people to realize that this is a problem. And when it's not talked about, ever, it's not talked about. And I want to make sure people know I am able to post for BLM. I'm able to post for transgender lgbtq plus rights i'm able to post for birth control and women's rights i am able to post for indigenous people and the abolishment of ice but i'm also able to post for anti-semitism without any of that being lessened 
And so are you. So is everyone. Nothing takes away from another. And I think people, even marginalized people, even myself, we need to remember we cannot just get upset when the actions are about us. We cannot just take a stand when they personally affect us because that's not true activism. That is not, mm-hmm. that is not standing up for true, that undercuts other you need movements. to do it from all fronts. You can't do, you can't, like we said before, you, just, you can't pick and choose. If you're an activist, you're doing everything. And quite frankly, not a lot of people were posting about the anti-Semitism of Deshaun Jackson until the blatant symbol was posted on Sheehan, until another football player came out saying he was wrong. Well, I really, like, and I'm going to be honest right now, I really didn't hear about that until, like, a few days after it happened. Like, it was not broadcasted at all. Like, no one was posting about it. I don't even, like, and I read the news and stuff. I barely saw it. Yep. It was just kind of just pushed under the rug. And he does, so far, as far as I know, I don't know of a punishment um, that he's receiving as much as I believe in positive reinforcement. And I think it's great that he was, you know, educated by an actual Holocaust survivor. However, I'm wondering if this were to happen towards another group of people, if he would be punished or not and why he's not being punished and why the Eagles are okay with having, um, you know, someone on their team. Yeah. And I care more about his education. Quite frankly, I care more about him learning. Um, I'm not saying all I care about is punish him, punish him, but I care more about education. (sighs) But yeah, that's just kind of my, my spiel on it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've really touched everything and we're not trying to call people out who aren't posting stuff, but like doing stuff on the side, but just understand that all of this is happening to many different groups of people and that stuff is happening that isn't being shared about. Just educate yourself. Yeah. Read as much as you can about this stuff, sign petitions. So really quickly, um, I just want to say really quickly that this is also another big thing that can take up a whole separate podcast, so I won't go into it. Do not bring up to Jewish people and ask them, oh, are you a Zionist? Does that mean you're pro-Israel and not pro-Palestine and you support annexation? Like that situation, people need to realize, is separate than the Jewish religion. Many, many, many Jews do not support annexation. And I think people need to educate themselves and know that the pro-Israel, pro-Palestine, the whole conflict does not relate to anti-Semitism, does not take away from what's happening. Many of my friends who are pro-Israel, pro-Palestine, whatever, whatever they are, are posting about anti-Semitism because that should not affect how people are treated. Mm-hmm. And that can be a whole separate podcast, so I'm not going to go into it, but just realize that as well. Um, yeah, that's a whole separate issue, but everyone should educate. Key. Follow the right people. If you're not seeing posts about this, you're following the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame you because maybe you grew up in a part of the country where Judaism wasn't prevalent. But go out of your way and, Very you know, true. follow people and, and research and find these threads on Instagram of people's anecdotal stories of, of people's perspectives from a Jewish perspective and, you know, educate yourself and do it for all groups. Do it for all groups. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, 
I just get frustrated about this, but it's been a it's been a rough it's been a rough week. I mean, I I don't think I've ever yeah. been this like heated about something and like traumatized that actually has to do with myself. Um, it's been rough. Well, but yeah, I I want to talk Gen about G. it. I know. I, I I need I need to talk about it, and a lot of people, you know, don't force people to educate you because that's traumatic as well. But you know, I'm willing. And if you have any questions, DM us at we are the roommates on Instagram, or you can yes, email please. us at, uh, if you're in us. our, if you're in our dance <laughs> bracket, um, the roommates podcast at gmail.com. But, um, we felt that this was necessary to point out and that this was mm-hmm. necessary to take a full podcast, um, episode. So, but hopefully we'll be up to our, um, you know, our normal content in the coming weeks. I know we've been kind of slacking posting. We just wanted to be respectful and like take our time off of normal content and make sure that we're recognizing that things that are happening in the world. Yeah, we've been kind of dealing with that and doing a lot of that. I know we both have personally, but we do love you guys. We miss you. We're happy to be back. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you. Yeah, we love you lots. XOXO.